Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Boomer and Geo coming to you live the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Giants moving on, beating the Vikings yesterday in impressive fashion. Daniel Jones, best game. Brian Dayball is a genius. Saquon Barkley had key plays. That defense stepped up in a big way. They're moving on to face Philadelphia Saturday night in the divisional round. And I was thinking, like, what would be a good analogy about, like, how I feel about the Giants? And it's sort of like a neighbor that you dislike that just stays one step ahead of you in life. You know, like, he gets the pool in the backyard. You don't have the pool in the backyard. You know, he drives the brand new... Built-in built in pool or above ground? Built-in. Oh, right? built-in pool, yeah, yeah with yeah, the, uh, what do they call that? The uh, gunite, with the nice gunite. <laughs> the nice gunite, okay. The nice gunite. And then you turn around, you're like, ah, oh, that's okay. You know, he's got a pool, whatever. And then next thing you know, it drives the brand new Mercedes into the driveway, and you're like, son of a... This guy's unbelievable. And then, like, you know, you're trying to get pregnant, and then they pop out twins. You know, stuff like I mean, that. It could be you. I mean, you went from Bellport to Sayville. No, I know, but I'm trying to make I mean, the it, analogy of, like, in sports. You know, like, that. that's what it, that's what it feels like. It's like you just turn around, and you're like, man, like, this guy that I don't like is always getting the good stuff. <laughs> always. And that's the way I feel about the Giants. But I could do nothing, as I've said, but respect it at this point. And I don't want I'm not going to be one of these guys that's going to sit here and continue to tell you how, you know, Daniel Jones stinks now and Saquon. I can't. I can't. They've proved me wrong. They've been great this season. And Daniel Jones played his best game in a playoff game. And now they've got a real legitimate head coach. And I, I still, like, probably, you know, we're talking like maybe week 13, 14. I was still thinking, maybe if the season goes south for the Giants, they had lost those three in a row and, and tied the one game, so they hadn't won in a month. And I was thinking, maybe if this thing goes sour, like they're not going to bring them back if it really goes off the rails. I was still thinking that then. But this morning, no. I can't. I can't, and I won't. And I've got respect for them now. And, I, I mean, they, they just... They just shut me up in, in, in the worst way. And this is just going to be one of those games I won't... I won't get over. I won't forget. It's and especially because I live here, that all the giant fans in my life will will never let me forget it. Well, you walked in this morning. The first guy you saw was Sean Marash, right? Yeah. No, and he. And I'll give he him was. credit. Like yeah. he he didn't text me yesterday. He wasn't even in my face today. Like I'll, I'll give him credit. You know, it's those who you know send the trash talk. You know, I would never like. Yeah, I had some fun on Friday, screaming whatever. But like when the game ends with a diehard fan, yes. like to send them something like, you know, nasty, I think if they're childish. Your, if they're your friend, I'm like, come on. You know, like give me a break. I left you alone. 
I know you did because you understand me. I understand what's going on. I understand, you know, like I said, I felt like on Friday I, I wanted, I, I felt like I needed to support you. Yeah. And it was a really rough week. I mean, it was a rough five days. It, no, I mean, it really, it's and it's going to be another rough. I mean, these last these last two weekends for me have been the stone worst, just absolute pits. I'll get you through it, Biggs. No, I know you will. I mean, I was thinking too, like the way I feel as a fan after this is not the obvious. There's many bad losses, but you know, the the Mets. I don't know. I was more angry with the Mets than I am. I'm angry with the Vikings, but I'm also just just gutted about this whole thing. But. But like, how do you like? As a fan, I'm having problems getting over this. Like, how does a how does a player who cares not get easy? Over it? it's, it's not I, easy. I, like, I don't seriously. Like, I I'm telling you, we you you don't understand. We do. I mean, we lost the Super Bowl, man. It was like miserable. It was miserable. It was the worst feeling I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, on the on the sports field. Yeah, I believe yeah. it. So I believe it. Let's see, Mike in Manhattan. Mike, what's happening? Hey, what's up, Boomer? What's up, Gio? Hey, Mike. Uh, hey, love you guys. Uh, Gio, just want to give you props, man. We came in a couple of years ago. You guys have done a great job. Um, but I did want to ask you, Gio. Yeah. You know, was your, the little betting on the Giants, you know, not taking the Vikings, that felt like it was a little inspired by Michael K's performative radio <laughs> that he was doing over the last week. And I thought maybe you were taking a page out of his book. Um, to uh, to kind of drive up ratings. Yeah, performative. Yeah, yeah, because Michael K is such a performer. He's my idol because he's such a great performer. <laughs> he's like he's like a mime in Central Park, <laughs> just in a box. Now I'm in a box. Look at how I'm performing. Uh, no, I, it wasn't performative. What it was is I told you before. I, I'll, I'll say it again because I know not everybody listens four hours. I came in on Monday. I was defeated. I thought the Giants were going to beat the Vikings. I continued that. I broke it down for Boomer how it was going to happen. I said, I'm going to come in Monday morning, and I'm going to tell you. I told you so. As the week went on, I was getting more and more pissed off, even though I was saying the same things, that Giants fans were basically saying it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to go in and win. And I'm hearing Tiki saying they're going to have the championship game. You're Carl Banks saying they're going to go in there and win. Blah, blah, blah. Everybody saying they're going to win. And then inside of me is the ticking time bomb of the Viking fan from when I was a teenager in my 20s. And it exploded. It exploded in me. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. Screw it. I don't care. I'm going into this game fired up. And that's why it all came out of me on Friday. But no, it's it's not. I mean... I don't know what to tell you, man. I wish I didn't feel like this. Like, honestly, I swear to you, I wish this was some sort of performance. Boomer can tell you. I sit down here, I slump in the chair at a break, and I mother-f Ed Donatel for the seven minutes that we're in break. That's what's going on. He keeps asking me, what would you have done? What would you have done? What would you have done? I said, just relax. Here's a real probing question. Jeremy in Spring Valley. Jeremy, what's happening? Boomer and Gio, let's go. Oh, yeah, what's happening, hey, Jeremy. Jeremy. What's going on? First of all, I have a question for Boomer, but I wanted to say to Gio, uh, you know, sorry for your loss. It's tough. If, to make you feel any better, I went through a very, very difficult loss a couple weeks ago. I was playing in the fantasy football championships against my best friend and, and neighbor of 22 years. We've grown up together. We made it to the fantasy football championship. Huge rivalry, rivalry, thousands of dollars on the line. I was rejected to win by 40 in Yahoo and lost by 35. I was playing against Mike Evans. That's the worst loss. Yeah, that's that's pretty that bad, man. Bad. That, that's that's, you're not going to forget that one either. Years. This is years of of a rivalry. They call they called it like the the neighborhood bowl. My friends are going to be talking about it for probably you know we're we're going to be in this league for fifty years. So hmm. 
Um, but Boomer, I had a question for you. Yes. I have a very serious question. When I see, when I see you on the CBS Sports uh, news desk on the uh, uh, you know when they when they cut to the halftime show two minutes before the halftime show they they say you know stay tuned for the halftime show you guys are like yapping it up is that fake or are you guys having a real conversation is that for the camera no it's a real conversation no. Come on, they cut to you and you guys are like talking to each other. By the way, let me just tell you, we, we, yeah, we all sit there and watch the games together and we've been doing it since the start of the uh, pandemic. What well, time out, but you don't watch the games in your chair. Yes, we like do. That. You sit there and watch the games yes, at the desk? 100%. How? Well, first, first of all, because we have a ginormous screen in front of us. Now, when it's just one game, it, the whole screen is the one game. So they but, don't tell but when you. It's like eight games. There's like, you know, it's all cut up into eight big screens. So they don't tell you, all right, coming back for whatever, five, four, three, two, and then the camera comes on, you know you're on the air. No, no, that shot that they show is a shot right as we are getting finished with the NFL today itself. Okay, but he's talking but about then, like when the halftime's coming up, and it's like, oh, we're going to send it back a, to the guys. That's a videotaped shot that they oh. have taken from the NFL Today show. Oh, but we are all sitting up there at the desk watching the games in our in most mostly in the in the. You know, sometimes we'll take our jackets but, off, but yeah, but I thought like I thought that shot was like you like getting your clothes on and getting ready and like putting your mics back on and then you're like shooting a breeze and making jokes and laughing. That you're telling me that's from earlier in the day. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Interesting. Also, those chairs seem uncomfortable to sit there all day long watching games. Well, yeah, that's what we do. We sit there, we put our feet up. There's got to be some hemorrhoids involved watch, there. Watch the game and have lunch brought in and everybody's screaming, everybody's yelling at each other. And, yeah. My, know, what is this guy doing? Why do you go call, call timeout, coach? You know, that kind of thing. I know this is a visual thing, but people just have to, like, try to envision this. When that are just listening on the radio, my favorite thing is when Bill Cower, because he feels like his earpiece is going to fall out, turns his entire body. It's never just his neck to look at somebody. Yeah. You know, Nate, I think that it's because of the defense. <laughs> and he has to turn his entire body. And it's never just his neck. You know, so just think of like someone in a neck brace that just turns. And this is what I was trying to say to you, Boomer, the other day. Is that. Cincinnati Bengals. You know, just, this is what well, he, the thing about him is that he's in the middle of the set, so he has to turn. I, yeah, I, I don't know, have to like, turn at all. Yeah, yeah. But if you did, you would you would stay stationary. And move my your my neck problem like a normal is that, my problem is every time I'm talking, all I see is Phil. Yeah, you know, I'm talking to the guys. Like I kind of see Phil over there making faces at whatever I'm saying. He <laughs> <laughs> just can't wait to take a shot of me. It only took him thirty seconds in this in this week's show. Like if he, I, this could have been an all-time record for him throwing an insult my way. Yeah. I think it happened within the first 15 seconds <laughs> of the show this week. You should dress him in, like, whatever the era that Charles Dickens was alive. Like, dress him in that garb, and it would just be perfect. I really do believe that. Like, put him in, like, the hat and, like, the, the, that type of suit and, like, long tail thing. <laughs> have him show up, like, maybe with, like, a cane as well. Right. Oh, be, it would be absolutely fair. There we are. Oh, look at the two of in that little restaurant tent thing. Yeah, I think that was at uh, Coach Cower's Hall of Fame induction weekend. Ah, pretty good. I well, think it was nice and warm. Yeah, it was. Uh, Scotty in East Islip. What's up, Scotty? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, man. Uh, I wanted to... What I didn't understand is uh, the defense, was it really that bad? Or was it the offense that was horrible? Because what I saw is uh, I saw them getting in the backfield... 
chasing Danny Dimes around. <laughs> what? How do you, how, Are you, you kidding me? They were barely chasing him around. I mean, he had so much yeah, time back there, so. and then and then he would break the pocket sometimes because guys were covered and he run for a first down. Yes, the defense was that bad. They gave up. 430 some odd yards in the game and they gave up 200 yards in like basically a quarter and a half. I mean and they scored on their first four possessions. How How does that offense not score at will? They've got five really good plays between Dalvin Cook and Osborne and Jefferson. I, listen, Hopkinson. I agree that the offense could have been a little bit better for sure. I mean, but this this was all about the defense. I, I don't know how you could possibly watch that game and say like they were making Danny Jones or Danny Dimes run around a lot. There was basically no pressure. I mean, they were rushing four. Daniil Hunter wasn't a factor. Zadarius Smith wasn't a factor. You know why? Dalvin Tomlinson was basically uh, inept until he made that one play in the backfield. Do you they know had what? one freaking sack the whole game. No, they had three sacks. No, I mean, that mattered. Oh, I, like I, like I, the one, that one big one that they had on that third down. That was right. the only time that they had a big sack in the game. You know why, they, you know why they're neutralized? What? Called Thomas and Neal. Yeah, I think mean, those Thomas guys a deal, baby. No, the they, they guys play. They got great. they got their they got their they got their uh, ten year tackles right there, bro. Yeah, no, those guys were. I mean, did you? I mean, I mean, I would. Do you agree with anything that Kohler said? I mean, uh, the offense could have been better for sure, and they did score at will early on in the game. The problem that I had with your offense was was two things, and one of them is that they basically abandoned the run. Uh, therefore, the Giants were able to do something that they don't normally do. That's hold the team under eighty yards rushing. And number two, they did not target um, Justin Jefferson in the fourth quarter at all. Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, somehow you got to get in this day and age with the way the game is played, you have to always keep these guys engaged. Always. And I don't care if he is double teamed. You got to take a shot down the sideline then, you know, where it's either caught by him because he's such an incredible athlete or it's going to be out of bounds. Or there's going to be some sort of holding double move. I wouldn't even see any of that last yesterday. Yeah, I agree, which is nuts because on that first drive, all I did was target him. It was just crazy. Come back and do the same thing. Flip it to the other side and let's go. Let's see what you got. I mean, but it just never happened. And I'm sure he is really frustrated today. I don't know what his comments were after the game, but I don't think there were anything like J.K. Dobbins of the Baltimore Ravens who was very upset. But I do believe that uh, Justin Jefferson had to be really frustrated coming out of that game last, last night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, everyone. Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Eric Tiki and Boomer talking out in the hallway. They were breaking down the film together. And Tiki was saying on that fourth and eighth. I saw this too. You know, K.J. Osborne was open. And like, yeah, he was breaking open. But the problem with that was Dexter Lawrence was right in Kirk Cousins' face. And there was no way he could have turned and made that throw to K.J. Osborne. Now, if he were someone who had some escapability, a little more... Uh, the mobility, he might have been able to to break the pocket, find Dalvin Cook over there or something, but I don't think he could have made that throw to KJ. And Jefferson point. was double teamed. Yes, right. So I don't. I re- I really don't think that there. He just he had Dexter Lawrence in his face. I mean, sort of like, quite frankly, it was like Aaron Donald in the Super Bowl. Like that's what Dexter Lawrence right was doing on top up front of there. Joe Burrow. Yes. Right. I mean, so like Dexter Lawrence is right in Kirk Cousins' face, and he had to get rid of the balls either that or getting sacked. He threw it to Hawkinson. Hawkinson gets tackled, and that's it. So, I mean, what the hell? Yeah, you know, if he if he if he would have looked to the left, he he also had Dalvin Cook, and Dalvin Cook would have had a little bit of a cushion to be able to maybe make a move or something. And yeah, get the first. Down. I mean, if he would have looked to the left, he would have seen this. Dexter oh! <laughs> Lawrence in his face. That's what he would have seen. I mean, you know. Yeah, I know. That's a that's a wrecking crew right there. That big fellow was was rolling. Uh, You're gonna get paid too now. Oh, he I mean, Giants, Giants got some issues here. I mean, don't know. do this today. <laughs> Cap issues and stuff. Who cares? I mean, they will. The I mean, they're gonna, have to, they're gonna have to pay a lot of their younger guys that Dave Gettleman drafted. Yeah. Yep, they will. And I mean, two of them are right there with with uh, Jones and Sa- Saquon will be interesting. Jones, well, both won't be interesting, but you know, they're they're coming back. It's unbelievable. They're coming back. Little exclamation point up there in Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> Stamped on your ass. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and it doesn't go away. Like you know what I'm saying. Like it just, it just, it's mm-hmm. st- this one stays with you. And Jerry, you got your Cowboys tonight. Yeah, Cowboys in Tampa tonight. All right. So uh, what's what's the spread on this game now? Uh, Cowboys favorite, right? They are. Last time I saw it was two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Wait, we got to pick this game. I'll take the Cowboys. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bucks. I'm gonna take the Bucks. I'm taking the Cowboys. Let me just wow. get the spread. Let me get the spread correct. I got to text Yousef what his pick is. By the way, this is just another fitting thing. The only week that I had a better record than everybody else in the picks was this week. <laughs> <laughs> Think I'm happy about it? No. no. And if you would have won me the giant pick that you were doing I been all week long, you would have been four one. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's mm. two. It's two and a half. So I'll, I still will, two and a half. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take the bucks. You guys are what taking the Cowboys the, for real. What is the weather in Tampa? See, if, think Yousef will pick up the phone. Call. Let's see. Let's see. The weather is a big deal because Dak does not play well in when it's cold on grass. Uh, so it's going to be some terrible day in Tampa. Seventy and sunny. <laughs> it's cold in grass. So you have to worry about it being cold. No, he does not. Warming grass. I mean, it's going to be warming grass or no? Not? That I don't know. He might be off today, Martin Luther King Day. He is off today. Oh, he's probably he's not coming in. He's probably sleeping. No, it's nine thirty. He might. I mean, he works his ass off. He probably sleeps in on these days. Well, he's here at six o'clock in the morning. I would think nine thirty is sleeping in. Hello. 
Why <laughs> oh, doesn't he have a voicemail? Please leave your message. Right. Yeah, I guess no, not. No. no, I got to text him. See who you got? Who you got, Yousef? In Tampa, seventy-three tomorrow, seventy-nine on Wednesday, eighty on Thursday. God. It's almost time for pitchers and catchers. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, we're not far away. What's today? Jan- it's a month, right? And we got all the new rules coming in. Got the World Baseball Classic playing under the old rules. The week after the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Super Bowl's on the 12th. So I heard you talk about this expedited replay. That's been in all year? Yeah. yeah. They did. I don't remember one time an official coming out and saying after talking it over or whatever, it, changing it, plays. No, it, it definitely happened. I mean, I don't remember. Boomer said it even happened the year before. That I don't remember. I, I, I'm saying it's happening in the playoffs for sure. Yes, but I don't remember it in the regular season at all. I feel like I do that there's been a couple of times. Maybe. They, they, they did that. And it's they're like they trying to get it right, challenge. that's all. And it worked very well yesterday. It's working, working yes. really well, actually. I agree. Because there are a couple of catches that, you know, where you could see guys using the ground or the ball moving the ground and the, and the ball hitting the ground and that kind of thing. So, for the most part, they're getting it all right. And, you know, and it's such a, to me, to do it this way seems so much better I, yeah. than the challenge flag and stopping the whole game and trying to replay it and showing us showing us all right all these different. Now they had that situation up in Buffalo on the first down uh, at the end of the game yesterday. Whether or not it was a first down, and I'm sure right. Dolphin fans did not think that it was a first. It was down. close, very close. And I'm looking at an article from December 23rd of 2021, so two years ago. It's two years. All right. But that was more in the, more in the, to me, it was more in the playoffs because it was much easier to do from a central location because there's only one game being played at that time. Hmm. Yeah. Well, like I've said many times, with the amount of money the NFL makes, they should have a guy reviewing every game, every minute. They can afford it. Did you see the video of Goodell with the fan yelling at him? No. So a guy in Minneapolis starts bleeping you, him, as he's walking with people. Yeah. To where it looks like him and someone else gives him the finger back. Because the guy was really too much. And then the guy continues. And I don't know what gesture he's making back at the guy. It's pretty funny looking, though. Well, no, it was even it was a lot worse than that. At least I'm not I'm not the biggest Roger Goodell fan, but I mean the fact that he was he was there giving a kid with leukemia Super Bowl tickets. Right, that's what I said. He's doing the nicest thing in the world. And and we're sitting here and all over his ass. Not the right time. Come on. I couldn't tell if that was pregame. I think it was pregame. But still, it was uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Funny. I agree. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by the Progressive New York Boat Show. Visit NYBoatShow.com. Just one more time this morning, we hear from some of the Giants and Vikings and NFL players from the playoffs. Over the weekend, the Giants with the win in Minneapolis yesterday. Here was Brian Dable. So he was asked about Daniel Jones and how he played. If you can't hear, that's pretty much the gist of the questioning. And Dable, very, very reserved. How about you describe the way he came from the first Play good. Play good. Yeah, play good. Winning football. And then he would go on to say, I'm not the one that's got to write the story, guys. He played good. What else do you want from me? So that was How funny. about he played his ass off and he uh, played yes, he great did. and what a great leader he's become. How about that? Is this How about this? that? You know, look, he's been around with uh, around him now for about 10 months. And quite frankly, this is the best game that Daniel Jones has ever played. Good time to do it. And he is at, he's in some lofty company with Lamar Jackson and Steve Young when it comes to playoff performances. 
you know, with the amount of yards, the touchdown passes. And the only player, 300 yards, two touchdown passes, and 70-plus yards rushing. Right. Never been done before, G, before yesterday. Yeah, when I they saw, played the Vikings. <laughs> I, know. I saw that stat and where Vikings, Steve just, Young and Michael Vick and Daniel Jones against the Vikings. No, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> it was Lamar Jackson. There it yeah. is. Yeah, Daniel Young Jones, versus Lamar. the Packers, Jackson versus the Titans, and Daniel Jones versus the <coughs> Vikings. That's right. Look at that. We yeah. mentioned 78 yards rushing. Here was Jones. Why'd you take off so much? Felt some space on some of those plays, and uh, our guys up front did a great job with the rush and giving me some lanes and, and uh, opening it up for me. So I just tried to take advantage of it when I could. You know how uh, analysts talk about getting guys out in space? Sure. The entire giant offense was in space yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, exactly. I know. There was space that's the only That's the only thing that Ed Donatel makes you feel as an offensive player is space. Because I felt some space. I'm like, Jesus. there's 11 guys on the field. They got 11. You got 11. How much? How how much space can you give somebody? I mean, and think about. I mean, I keep bringing it up, but the Darius Slate that yeah. your season is on the line at that point, and he's running free. I mean, well, he's running a like a cheetah that just got right. out of the zoo. Man, man coverage ran a great little shallow cross, and Daniel hit him around. right, right in. I don't know what the hell a cover guy was doing. But Daniel hit him right in the hands and he dropped it. So I was actually very happy for him that they won that game because that poor kid, that would have been a tough one to handle today. Todd, you used that reference. I don't know if you saw on Friday, the Dallas Zoo closed for what they called a serious situation. I think it was a cougar that got out and they couldn't find it. Really? Yeah. There was she. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was like a real animal. Oh. Now, I don't know. I left here. They still hadn't found it. I don't know whatever happened. There was a horrible story when I was living in Pittsburgh at the Pittsburgh Zoo. I don't even know if I could bring it up. But there was a, yeah, not a good one. It didn't end well. No. It, it ended well for the, the uh, wolves that were in there, whatever they were, these dogs. But not for the, yeah, the, the person trainer, who fell in the there. The trainer oh. or somebody fell in? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, people were watching it, and they were like, they were, I forget what they were. They were like African something dogs, and they were like, to, like oh. it was a pack of them. Were they hyenas? No, they would sort of look like it, but they were, they were and they just <laughs> descended upon, this, like, oh. I mean, it's bad okay. as it gets. Anyway, and then so, on the news this morning, I right. saw that there was a black bear living under someone's deck. It, like, made it its home? Yeah. What the hell do you do in that situation? You can't call animal control. It's a black bear. Bring him a sandwich. Al goes, just sell your house. <laughs> Who's buying it with the bear? Yeah, yeah. I'll just be like, listen, whatever you need, you let me know. <laughs> Toothbrush, toothpaste, I'm upstairs. That is frightening. Yeah. Man. Anyway, here was uh, Saquon Barkley. We were in sync as a unit. We're finding finding a rhythm. We felt like we had a rhythm going in, uh, ending the season, finding our identity again. We had a different identity in the beginning of the season, finding a new identity, um, and you know, we're executing it. He ran for a couple of scores in the win. Isaiah Hodgins, eight catches, 105, and a touchdown. Here was Kirk Cousins. A lot of conversation about this fourth and eight where he goes short. To uh, Hawkinson, and you get the uh, tackle made by uh, Xavier McKinney, and that ended the game. Here was Cousins on that final sequence. I mean, any number of things. It's hard. To, you know, I, I go back and look at myself. The third and eight is the one that I want back. I feel like getting man coverage, ball needs to be a little more out front of KJ. You know, it was right on him in the sense that the DB was able to break it up. I feel like the ball's out front. DB can't do that in man coverage. That's really the play that I want back is the third and eight. Talking about the difference of maybe a foot or so, but that's the way it goes. The Eagles get the, uh, the uh, Giants get the Eagles now on Saturday night in the divisional round 
of the postseason. Some other notes from last night. You had the Bengals beat the Ravens 24-17 on the Tyler Huntley 98, or excuse me, the Sam Hubbard 98-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. It was Huntley that lost its stretching for the goal line. Uh, here was Zach Taylor, his team, getting the turnovers and making the most of it. Um, and, and it, you know, strange. it was a strange game. You get three possessions in the first half. You know, we got our third possession there with like four minutes left in the half, it felt like, and um, that's just what it is. Every every possession is so critical. That's why those those turnovers, those two turnovers we got on defense, really, it's, it's the game. We win the turnover battle, 2-1. to one. That's why you win the game. No, especially that one when it's 17-17. Here was uh, Tyler Huntley on the fumble. We was on what, the, the one, minus one. I see everybody packed in. I just try to go over top. I thought I got, I thought I cleared the line. You know, he actually played good enough for them to win. He did. I mean, the Bengals only scored 17 points on offense. Yep. And then you also have the J.K. Dobbins thing, and I'm sure the audio is somewhere. I can't find the video, but he really went after the play calling and the fact that he wasn't utilized properly, uh, especially around the goal line inside uh, the 20. So he was not happy. Cincinnati-Buffalo coming up this weekend. From the Bills and Dolphins game with Buffalo advancing, here were Sean McDermott. My guys came out, made the plays needed made. They all contributed down the stretch, which is what we needed. And that's hard to do and just in terms of the, the reset button. But our guys are mentally tough. They've shown that. And when the game doesn't start the way you want it to in terms of an individual player, in the first quarter, hey, how do you how do you get yourself back? And they did that. Though they did lead 17 nothing. Here was the Mike McDaniel um, clip that Eddie was talking about earlier. In terms of that fourth and inches where they take the delay of game, how did you screw that up? What wound up happening? There was some communication that we had gotten the first down. So then we were um, deploying a, a group of players for the first and ten call. And then it was, it was articulated uh, that no, it was fourth down. So they had the wrong personnel out, as he said, and uh, they just ran out of time. And then they got backed up five yards and c- could not complete the pass. And that essentially was it, though they had a chance to make a stop and didn't get it. So, with all of that said, you've got the Chiefs and Jaguars, Giants, Eagles, Bengals, Bills, Niners, and then the winner of the Cowboys and the Bucks coming up this weekend. Tonight, Cowboys and Bucks, Monday night playoff football on the fan. Here was Dak Prescott. So, this became a theme last week with Mike McCarthy. There's the theory out there if they go and lose this game, that even though Jerry Jones said, nope. He's not going anywhere. He could be fired. Um, they asked Dak Prescott about McCarthy's job security. It's comical in a sense. I mean, first, what, back-to-back 12-game, 12, 12, 12 wins, and y'all tell me how long, and, and we're talking about a guy's job in jeopardy. Is that's, That just shows you when you play for this organization uh, what comes with it. Yeah, I think it's 95, 96, the last time they had back-to-back 12-win seasons, something like that. So that's if they lose very tonight, long you're, you're, you're a Cowboy fan. They lose tonight. Uh, you want them back? How do they lose? I don't know. Do they play like they played in Washington last week? If they play, that, that would way. be unacceptable. Okay, but if they lose on a you know last second field goal. Uh, every, why does every fan want their a new coach? <laughs> no, I like stability. Actually, okay. I do. I guess my problem is I've always wanted Sean Payton here, right? And he's available. I mean, the Giants wanted a new coach, and they got a great one. Right? That's true too. But I mean, for the most part, they have played very well this year. So, and it is twelve wins back to back seasons. But we'll see. Can't go out and lay an egg tonight. Uh, Knicks beat the Pistons yesterday, 117-104. Right back at it this afternoon against Toronto. They've won seven of eight, have the Knicks. The Nets are off today. They lost to the Thunder last night, 
112 to 102. Haven't heard from this guy, so just a quick 11 seconds from the Mink Man. Here's Pinzone down to the baseline. Out to Soriano for the right elbow. Jump, it's good. Joel Soriano puts St. John's ahead 13-73-60. And how about that? A road win at number six. Balls popping out on a regular <laughs> basis. Yeah, yeah. Last night, number six UConn or yesterday afternoon, they, uh, they beat the Huskies 85-74. <laughs> Think about that. He was talking about like how many home runs there were in a particular baseball series. And that's what he decided to go with. Balls popping out on a regular basis. Balls popping out on a regular basis. <laughs> I didn't remember the context of that, actually. Oh, I love Make it. a huge deposit in the family fun bag. <laughs> we miss Mink. Yeah. And Rutgers beat Ohio State in overtime 68-60. No more getting stiff. <laughs> I suppose. Canadians over the Rangers by the score of 2-1. Two, two, All three local hockey teams in action today. Time now for Moment of the Day, brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Yeah! All right, so Gio had a bunch of people at his house yesterday as the Viking season was slowly unraveling as they were losing to the Giants. Fair to say that he had a short fuse as there was some confusion as to where tacos and chips came from. Oh, I'd really like to know where this is from. Uh, it's on the bag that Eric's eating. It's, it's on the bag, right? So, like, now I'm just, like, I'm getting a little more annoyed. Like 10% you're trying to watch a game. Right. You're talking about chips and tacos. And so, else. my friend turns around the bag. He goes, goes, Right Coast Taqueria. And my mom goes, I got to remember that. Bright Coast Taqueria. And he goes, no, 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 no. Right Coast Taqueria. And she goes, oh, all right, I'll, cha- I'll write that down. White Coast Taqueria. So as this goes on, the blood pressure goes up, up, and up, and I go, just show her the effing bag! Turn around the bag and let her read it off the bag! Ooh, tacos. For God's sakes! And then, Saquon Barkley gets the ball. There isn't a Viking to be seen around this guy. I was thinking maybe they put the magnets in the helmets at that concert. Because there's people repelling away from him. Like he's a leper. So as he's running down the sideline, right, goes into the end zone for a touchdown, this is when my mother-in-law feels the need to turn to me and go, oh, the Giants really got good this year. Not the time, Louise! Not the time! <laughs> your mother-in-law your best friend all in the mix. Moment of the day. Not the time, Louise! Not the time! Yeah, it must have been yeah. some household yesterday. All true. All true. And this is what I said when they wanted to come over. I said, are you sure? Are you sure? And they're like, Ooh, yeah. Tacos. I'm sure, I'm sure. I am sure. And I said, Not the time, Louise! <laughs> Not the time! <laughs> my final line was, if the nuke's going to go off, let's just hold hands. Oh, my God. And that's what happened. <laughs> I'll see you later. You had a rough day, Biggs. Yeah, and you know, like, I was just thinking, too, as I, you know, my mom was leaving. I was giving her some tacos to bring home, and she had, you know, there was something else I was giving her. So I was like, oh, well, let me help her out to the car with the stuff. And I could just imagine if a giant fan was driving by at that point, as we're both, like, slunking out to the car. <laughs> She's got a Dante Culpepper jersey on and purple pants. I'm wearing purple, <laughs> and I'm loading tacos into her car, depressed. You know, if a giant fan would have drove by right at that point, it would have been perfect. Like, bang, 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 bang. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> 
guys. It's like the 2000 NFC Championship game. Oh. Sucks to be you. <laughs> yes, it does. Tacos. Yes, it does. You've had some moments. Like, yeah. That's unbelievable. And thanks to uh, Lee Einsiler, by the yeah. way, for those very delicious tacos. Why is taco a euphemism for private parts? <laughs> Why are you asking that now? <laughs> You ever get your answer to that, by the way? Uh, kind of. Okay. I mean, I kind of knew, but it still is a weird that someone thought of that. Yep. <laughs> <What are> we... <laughs> really? We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Boomer GL on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Got some liners to read after the show. This is a typical insult injury situation, as I have to say. We're the official Giants playoff station. Watch them take down the Eagles or root for the Giants, whatever. At least it's not like now that the Giants pooped all over the Vikings. Yeah, well, they've, uh, the Vikings are in the rearview mirror now. Well, tomorrow, yes. I think today's still the day. You know, well, today's I mean, the day. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but and what I'm saying is that they've won. So they've won, they don't even yeah. worry about them anymore. But you got to right. celebrate the win if you're a fan. 100%. Yeah. And even if you're a player, you, you take solace to the fact that you want, you did something that, uh, you know, it's interesting. Around here, everybody thought the Giants were going to win. Mm-hmm. I didn't, they, there wasn't one person around this building that didn't think the Giants were going to win. Yeah. I mean, so there was a trending thought, like there's always that one team, like there's that trending thought that they're going to be the upset winner of the weekend. It's all I heard, too. I mean, across the country, everything else, when you were, they were talking about it on the first Fox game on Saturday, oh, a lot of people believe the Vikings can win. All this stuff. It was just one of those, I mean, the, the Giants can win. A lot of people, it's going to be a Giants upset. Giants, Giants, Giants. It wasn't just here. It was just everywhere. And I mean, rightfully so, because the Vikings were so up and down, and when they played good teams, they generally got beat soundly so i mean uh, yeah i mean but both you and jerry picked the vikings too so i maybe actually feel really good when jerry took them i was like man because jerry's had a great year yeah didn't work out didn't work out at all who was uh jerry's uh lock pick that he was giving it to eddie brown 
Yeah, it didn't work out well. No, all you guys were one and four. And by the way, I was uh, the only one with a winning record. Your jockey, Eddie Brown. Yes. Uh, I heard he, would he have four winners over the weekend? Yeah, Friday. He did not bet college basketball on Sunday. Took a day off. He has put out his pick already today, but I was a little bit too late to it because now the line has moved again. But, yeah, he was great. Great again. He won two games on Friday, two games on Saturday. And and, and big wins. Like, got teams that were big underdogs winning outright. Plus 11, plus 6.5. He had Seattle University plus 6.5 over Utah Valley State. And they won the game outright. Can I ask you who his pick is tonight? I got to go back to his Twitter, but it's definitely going, the line is going to be moved. So if you're not following Eddie, and by the way, Eddie did change his entire handle like he promised he would. Yes. And he did change his Twitter picture. And now that he's changed all that, I feel like he should go back to the other thing. Because now I'm missing Eddie four five six one two three four five ten thousand. Well, you're the one who told him to change it. I know, it. I know, but now I'm regretting it. It's just one of those decisions, you know. But it's it's at Eddie... The number four, money. Eddie for money. That's and, pretty good. I like that. And he goes, I'm putting it up now. Glad I got it at three. You, Cal Davis, minus three. Cal Davis, minus three. I don't know who they're playing. Cal Davis. What conference are they? Is that also a, a whack situation? <laughs> you see Davis, probably. A whack situation? Uh, you see Davis against UC San Diego. Today it's six. Is that, Good one. is that Kenny O'Brien go to that school? You see, they're the Davis? big the Big West, the Big West. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Big West. Uh, no, there was a Big West. Yeah, I know. All right, let's see, Big West. I gotta I gotta find this freaking game now. I mean, this is unbelievable. Six p.m. Big West. Where is it? Where is it? Let's see if it moved. He said minus three. He got it at minus three. So 6 p.m. You see, there it is. It's now three and a half, of course. So I've already moved to half a point. It's unbelievable. He's influencing lines. Yes, he is. There's got to be somebody in Vegas like this, Eddie the jockey. God. So so basically he has, who's he got, who's he got again? He's got UC Davis over uh, minus three. Even though it's three and a half now in FanDuel Sportsbook, right. UC Davis minus three at UC San Diego. Oh, the, uh, okay. So it's the Aggies versus uh, versus the Tritons. That's <laughs> right, the Tritons. So it's uh, the Tritons are six and eleven, and the Aggies are ten and seven. All right, there you go. That's why they're a road Five two at home road favorite. Uh, Dan and Carteret to finish out this morning. What's up, Dan? Hey, Gio. Yeah. Uh. Listen, I know you're not putting the blame on anybody today as I listened to all show, but you really have nobody to blame except for yourself for this loss. You can look at it that way, Dan, sure. I mean, if that's, and I, and I said before in the six o'clock, I said the entire Vikings world revolves around me, and I feel right. bad for the players and the fans and the coaches and the owner, the Wilfs, because it was because of me. Uh, that they lost this game because I've trashed yeah. the Giants forever and it was coming back to roost. And yes, yeah, you're right, Dan. Well, I, don't, I don't know what you want well, me to I say. See, I don't see it like that. I see it a little bit differently. I, you were true to your core all week with yeah. your warranted pessimism and negativity. You were true, Geo, true to your core. And then with 10 minutes left on Friday, you did what your colleague to your right always says not to do. You touched the money. Yeah. You said they well, were going to win. 
I gave it a shot, Dan. I gave it a shot, and it, and it didn't work out. And I'll tell you, whether I continued to pick the Giants or switch to the Vikings, the same thing was going to happen. My intestines were going to be ripped out of me, and Daniel Jones was going to jump rope with them. So it didn't really matter what was going to happen or what I said. The same thing was going to happen, Dan. And this is just this is just the life of, of me as a sports fan. And at some point, I'll get over it. And I'll I'll be excited yeah. for us and the our Mets. show and everything. And the Mets. You'll be excited for the Mets next. No, no, no. I feel for you. I, di- I didn't think you would suffer two painful losses back to back weekends. I really didn't. So yeah, well, I did, Dan. It's it's been a the 2023 so far has been the pits. Gotta get you off the Schneid. The pits. Yeah, how? I mean, I I, at this point, there's nothing to do. I got Knicks, St. John's, the Mets for the Mets forever from now when they start. So I mean, for well, like what? What am I going to do? I mean, Knicks get into the playoffs and you well, maybe you, win a round. You're going to enjoy a great trip to uh, Arizona for the Super Bowl that your team's not playing in. That's right. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. We could talk about the Giants taking on the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Oh, 